Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. Your normal mind can imagine. I'm gonna die here. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard. And now... Introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetish of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome, we are friends of the dead. I'm Mike. I am Jeremy. And we're trying this out on Skype this time, because obviously we're socially distancing. On purpose. Didn't we do our Easter egg episode on Skype? Was it? Or was it Zoom? I don't know. No. FaceTime? No, we, d- no, we did um, we did Skype. Did we? Yeah. Well, now it's Skype on my laptop. Fancy new laptop and new equipment that we can't use yet. Not yet. We'll get there. One day. Life happens, man. Lots been going on. That's true. So, how you doing, bro? Doing all right. I uh, just found out I'm getting laid off. Ooh, sorry. Well, you know, actually, with the uh, with that stimulus stuff going on, I'll actually be making more money on unemployment. <laughs> it's funny how that works out, huh? So. I mean, it's not like I'm actually, like, losing my job, so... Right, it's just the job's not there right now. Right. You know, our projects kind of ran dry, and they're just like, oh, we got to save money. Makes sense. Yeah, but... Anyway, so we're just kind of waiting for the, the schools to basically say we're done for the year. I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. It's happened in some cities. Yeah, the school... Uh, here, we're supposed to go back the 4th, but that's not happening. There's no way. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Speaking of almost May, it snowed today. Dude, I was not happy (laughs) because part of my recipe for disaster this episode got accounted on there being no snow covering my fire pit. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, so, you know, improvisation. But that's all right. It'll be 60 degrees tomorrow, so we'll be fine. I can't believe that. Well... That's New England for you. And speaking of New England, <laughs> this episode, The Witch, a New England folktale. Or the Vavitch, however you want to say it. They just didn't have I, W's back then. So they just kind of put two V's together. Right. In, yeah, our, in um, our dumbed down English, we uh, just combined the letters. Yeah, that's all. Make it easy. Yeah. I mean, soon so, we're just uh, going to be talking in grunts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it almost felt like they were talking like that. Anyway. Yeah, th- thank goodness for subtitles. No kidding. Uh, so The Witch came out 2015, directed by Robert Eggers, who also did The Lighthouse. Yes, he did. He's actually uh, from New England. Yes. This is a recipe for disaster. So, uh, a couple Halloweens ago... We did a witch's brew. 
Mm. And I thought that would be perfect for this episode. So basically what you do is you get whatever kind of fruit punch, freeze it into little uh, gloves, tie them up, put them in the freezer. It looks like a ice hand. <clears throat> and then you pour in a little bit of orange juice, a little pineapple juice, and whoever comes over that's going to be drinking the drink puts in a nip. And that's kind of a recipe for disaster if you really think about it, because that could be horrible. But it actually was really good. And the more you drink it, you know, the better it tastes. Right. Yeah. So what do you think? Tastes good? Got a glass of it right there, right? It's alcohol, so it always tastes good. Okay. And uh, the second one, New England Blackened Philip. How'd you like that? I thought that was pretty good, too. <laughs> You're good, man. You should get an Oscar. <laughs> Spoilers ahead. The Witch. New England, 1630. William and Catherine lead a devout Christian life, homesteading on the edge of an impossible wilderness with five children. Basically, this movie's about isolation. When their <clears throat> newborn son mysteriously vanishes and their crops fail, the family begins to turn on one another. The Witch is a chilling portrait of a family unraveling within their own fears and anxieties, leaving them prey for an inescapable evil. What'd you think of it? I like as as um you know we were talking earlier. I actually I, I liked it better the second time around. I definitely agree. The first time I liked it, it's uh it's fucked up enough that you're thinking about it afterwards. Right. But the second time I watched it, I caught a lot more that. I did in the first go-around. Well, it helps when you read it. <laughs> yeah, so the kids were running around, so I did put on subtitles for a little bit, and yeah, reading Old English is a lot easier than trying to make sense of it, because at, at some point, I wrote down gobbledygook. <laughs> like, I have no idea what the hell he's saying. It's true. So, <clears throat> the movie opens, there's some sort of like a trial going on, and uh, the first shot focuses on on a uh, probably like a young teenager. I'm guessing she's like 12 or 13. I'm guessing. You talking Maybe. about Tomlinson? Yeah, Thomason. She's uh, becoming a woman, so I, I thought it was more like 15, 16, but whatever. It, it could be. Um, so it seems like her father's on trial for something. I, I, I still am not quite sure. Basically, like, just a dispute of interpretations of the same work. They're just, uh, he's reading the Bible one way, and William, that's our father here, is right. misinterpreting the way that the village wants him to look at God, I guess. Right. So anyway, so they used to live in England. They came here to this village. So that's like a whole big difference from the way they were used to. They had glass like they, the way they talk about glass is like it's some beautiful artwork right so now they're moving basically on the outskirts of the woods so now they're leaving this village to go self-isolate in the woods right so they you, they you see them kind of traveling along and they find he finds this like open patch of land it just starts like smelling the ground beautiful soil the beautiful soil, soil is fertile and uh you know, he just picks a plot of land, and that I'm assuming it was just him that just, I don't know, built everything. All of a sudden, they have a house, they've got a shed, 
they've got the little uh, farm area. So how long do you think that they were there? How long would it take you to build a house in your backyard? Um, I couldn't tell you because I'd probably not get very far. <laughs> I mean, it had to have been months. How do you like my tent? <laughs> yeah, and then they're growing corn. And corn takes roughly 100 days to grow from seed. Right. So, I mean, I'm saying they've been out there for a year. Right. That's a long time to be without the outside world. Right, and where were they like where were they sleeping while he dudes building a house? On the the cart. The That's cart. True. I guess it's covered. Over, you know, put a little tarp over it. I on mean basically even trail, the house, their Oregon like, trail cart. While the house was really nice, I mean they were basically sleeping on like a barn floor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So they have their house and um we see Thomason is doing some sort of like confession of impure thoughts yes and things which is I was a little like weird but um they all do that though at, at some point except, right. except the twins yeah yeah they do so she gets the the job of looking after the baby which um baby's name is Samuel so she's playing peekaboo peekaboo and for like a split you know, split second, baby's gone. Just poof, yeah, disappears. That, gone. that was creepy. I mean, that was like probably the biggest draw in the trailer, that part. Right. So she runs into the woods and it cuts to like the baby's like naked on this like cloth and this like gross hand is like feeling all around and, you know, grabs a knife. Witchy Red Riding Hood. Huh? Witchy Red Riding Hood. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I'm guessing she just basically she stabbed that baby. Uh, apparently, she fucking stabbed okay. that baby. Put him in like a butter churn, and she was churning butter with baby fat, and then just rubbed it all over herself. <laughs> and um, yeah, she rubbed it all over herself and her. I'm going to say broomstick, but it could have also been a, a wooden dildo. The way she just put it between her legs and you don't actually see her flop. No, no, you don't. That, that's, that's where we're starting. Yeah, we're off to a great start. So basically, in old folklore, they would use um, someone that wasn't baptized, so obviously usually a baby, in an ointment for flying. A lot of other ingredients were belladonna, hemlock, nightshade, wolfsbane, you know, eye of newt. <laughs> Typical witchy shit. Right. So, Caleb wakes up, and he, um, I, I, I guess the other, the other kids are sleeping, and he just, he's checking out his sister. Yeah, so she's like having some sort of dream she's kind of moaning a little bit and he kind of looks over to see if she's okay and he gets a shot down her uh, blouse and he lingered he did he, he lingered for a little bit and um he goes outside meets his dad and uh this is where william tells him you know we're gonna we're not gonna look for the baby anymore and the corn that they've been growing is bad i mean it looked pretty bad yeah it's got a uh, ergot it's got ergot yeah, it's a fungus that grows on corn. 
Oh, okay. We can talk about it later. Uh, so, uh, the wolf, he says, you know, you know, a wolf probably got him or something like that. And then they go off, they go off like hunting in the woods with this like big gun that has like a rope, like that, on the, uh, that gun was intense. I'd like to find out what weapon that was. Yeah. I meant to actually look that up, but, uh, yeah. So they go into the forbidden forest and set up traps. Right, they set up like a little like rabbit trap or whatever because that thing was pretty small. Yeah, like it, it basically is a small bear trap. Right, a little snare. So and obviously like Catherine's pretty fucked up, you know, in yeah. a fucked up state of mind. And then Caleb asks if the baby was a sinner. Right, he starts talking but, about hell. Right, but Williams wants not to speak his name, and then he tells him that he traded his mother, his uh, Catherine's silver cup for the corn, I believe. Right. Uh, yeah, he, he traded the silver cup so they could stay afloat a little bit. So right. William has been going back to the village, or at least yes. he snuck off at least once. Right. Yeah, and that's where, you know, they see, they come across a rabbit, starts to load the gun, which takes a hare, sorry. No problem. What's the difference between a hare, a bunny, and a rabbit? I'll, I'll bite what? I have no idea. I was asking you. <laughs> Are there any zoologists out there? <laughs> um, so they're loading the gun, which seems to take like 40 seconds. It's got that. It's like a fuse. <laughs> it looks like a really nice rifle musket. Like, I don't know what to call it. Right. Um, loads the gun, and it like backfires in his eye. Ouch. So the hare rabbit bunny gets away. And this is where we meet the other two kids, um, Jonas and Mercy. Yes. That are playing playing with a black goat. They're playing with Black Philip. Black Philip, yes. But we don't know it's Black Philip just yet. Oh, we know. We know BP. He's cool. <laughs> uh, so William comes back, puts uh, puts the rogue goat back in the back in, and then he just kind of falls on his ass, and the kids laugh at him. Yeah, he falls right into shit. Yeah, kids found it funny. But of course, Thomason's going to get blamed for it. Oh yeah, because uh, that's all—that's her shit pile. Right. <clears throat> so she has to go, like you know, you know, take off your father's linens and like clean them. That was and my awkward. first thought. It was. It was pretty awkward. Like, and you my can't first thought your was, self. "What the what the fuck is his wife doing? It should be her no job." Idea. Well, she. Well, I guess she didn't just give birth. That was like what at least a year ago. Well, no. Well, I don't know. How long did they say they were um, looking? Too long. Okay. He's but like, either way, she's, he, he's she's just like, the way, he, the way they talk about that baby, he's just like, eh, the wolf got it. <laughs> so, let's uh, talk about corn. And then Caleb lies about looking for apples, you know, to kind of, you know, cover for his father. Right. The forbidden and, fruit. Uh, yeah, and sends, sends Thomason off to watch... Uh, wash uh, wash his clothes and this is where Jonas and Mercy are spying on her with the I'm the witch of the woods I've come to steal ya yeah yeah so and <clears throat> so Thompson decides to come back and scare the crap out of her by saying that she's the witch and that she stole Sam and that her body slips away She she owned that role right there yeah she did and she gave her, uh, stole Sam and gave 
to the master, gave her to her master or something like that. The devil. Yes. The devil made me do it. The devil makes you do a lot of things. I guess. Yeah. Baby butter. So Caleb shows up, tells her to stop, and um, sends him away to tell on her. Like, to, you know, tell, tell father of my sins and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so they're all at the dinner table. Catherine asks for the silver cup. You know, and she basically blames Thomason, says, you know, that Sheila either lost it or broke it or whatever. Right. Their prized but, uh, possession, the cup. Right. So, you know, William kind of sticks up for her. But, uh, and then Thomason gets sent out to tend to the goat. The goat. The goat. And this is where not, we see the Not Tom again. Brady. Yeah. We're talking about an actual goat. Not yes. the greatest of all time. He might have been the greatest black goat of all time. Who knows? That is true. He's the only black goat in the movie. So the rabbit's back. The hare. I'm going to call it a rabbit. It's a hare. It's the same thing. No. <laughs> I see you trying to Google off to the side. <laughs> Siri, what is the difference between a rabbit and a hare? Hares are generally larger than rabbits with ears that are more elongated and with hind legs that are larger and longer. All right, well, I'm not changing the word rabbit to hare in all my notes. <laughs> so the hare is back. So William and Catherine, I believe this, this is where they're in bed, I think. And Catherine says that God has cursed the family and they never should have left. Yep. And uh, so all the kids are listening upstairs. And Can I just say real quick yeah. that this family has way too many candles burning in their little house. It is amazing how that place has not gone up. All natural lighting was used for this movie, so that is probably why they actually had too many candles, but that made me nervous for that family. They're just sleeping with candles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all the kids are listening upstairs, and basically she's deciding that Thomas needs to serve another family because she's of age. Right. And um, insists that Sam is in hell. So William decides he's going to bring Thomas in somewhere to go serve another family. They can make use of her. <laughs> is how he sold selling their daughter. They can make use of her. <laughs> no, they will make use of her. I guarantee you that. Oh, my. So Caleb's in the stable. He's getting a horse ready. So he wants to go, you know, go into the woods to check the traps. But Thomason's trying to get him to stay. Ultimately, she goes up with him. So they bring the dog to Fowler, right. who finds the hare. Yes, and can I just say that this was a funny subtitle moment because it said, ominous music intensifying. <laughs> there was a lot of that. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> it was great. So the hare um, uh, distracts the dog. Right, the hare distracts the dog. Caleb chases after the room, goes... Or, yeah, it goes to chase the, the dog or the hare, whatever. And then Thomason gets thrown from the horse. Now, the family is all woken up. They, they're they looking for him. Um, Did you notice that the twins were tied up to the fence? Right then? Yeah, when everyone's yelling, Caleb, Tomlinson, the twins were tied to that fence so that they couldn't wander off. <laughs> I never noticed that. <laughs> it was like little kid leashes. Thomason wakes up. She runs. I'm guessing to go to her father's voice. Caleb's still searching. Yo, that dude can't whistle. 
No, he cannot. He tried, but like I've been there, man. It's it's hard when you're learning how to whistle and you're a kid and you're like really trying hard and it's just like, <sighs> <sighs> like that is so frustrating. I feel for that kid. <laughs> so he he finds like this shack and the witch hutch. The witch, yeah. Where uh, oh, what did, what did, what did you call her? Witchy Red Riding Hood. Well, now I call her Booby Trap. <laughs> so it's we're led to believe that this, this is the same witch. She's riding the or she's wearing the red hood, but she's much younger now. Right. And she kind of shows off her cleavage to Caleb, and lures him in. And she just gives him a big old mouth kiss. She kissed that boy. Yes. And then you see the creepy witch hand. I'm guessing he enjoyed filming that sec, uh, that scene right there. I bet, bet so. Yeah. So back to the uh, parents fighting. <laughs> yeah. So William's gonna go find Caleb. They have this he's whole. Gonna, big... He's gonna leave in the morn. Yes, he's gonna leave in the morn. Uh, the, but the rain don't bother him none. Right. Tomlinson, Thomason won't say why they went into the woods, but. This is where William finally admits to taking the cup. Yes. So at this point, I'm pretty sure Catherine has lost her mind. And she just cold cocks him. Yo, she's got a fist on her. Yeah. So I think Thomason goes, uh, have the goats been tended to yet? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll go take I, care of that. Let me just uh, leave you two to this. Uh, yeah, I'll take care of the goats. Caleb shows up naked basically at the uh, at the goat pen I wouldn't say he shows up he just kind of appeared there right well that's yeah basically what I meant uh, so they bring him inside he's like bleeding from the head well, no they cut him did they did they cut him yeah so he's he's like all sorts of sick they lie him in bed the mother cuts his forehead and Thomason has the bowl and they're bleeding him into the bowl oh that's right for what I don't know like are they trying right. to release the evil demon like I don't know what their thinking is so then you see William is back outside chopping wood which basically seems to be like his wood all day long well, that's he's probably tr- why he's got like a 12 pack <laughs> he lost like 50 pounds for this role yeah and he probably did it by chopping wood yeah he chops in the rain he chops at night he chops during the day was it, I don't remember if it was a Black Phillip or one of the other goats that um, they're trying to milk and it's blood. You can't milk a guy goat. Okay. You know about boobs, right? <laughs> and teeth. Yes, I've had that. I've, I've had that talk. Okay. So, all right. I don't. I didn't want to have to turn this into health class. But yeah. So Thomason is milking a goat, and the twins are talking to Black Phillip. Oh, that's and, right. And that's yes. when they say that he talks to them and says that she's a witch and the milk is bloody. Yeah. Very Never bloody. Yeah, so have you ever heard so, of a milk hare? No. So in old lore, hares were either spies from witches or another form, like a witch takes the form of a hare or these evil devil hares would go around to farms spoiling crops and spoiling milk. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, there's your hair. All right. There's your hair for you. Catherine's with Caleb at uh, at this point, and I don't know, she seems upset that, you know, William's thoughts are more with Caleb than, I don't know, being all 
gaudy and pray like I mean, so that, that's what I got from it right and she's mentioning witchcraft this is right. all about witchcraft and she asks William what he thinks I have no thoughts <laughs> yeah. well yeah that's pretty apparent dude <laughs> uh, so he plans to take Thomas into a family off the plantation or on the plantation he's going to come back with a horse they're going to pick up the sick boy and they can bring him to a doctor right well at first he's like well you don't have a horse uh shit okay um i'll trade this for a horse and then i'll go do this and then i'll go do that and, and it seems like he's going to be running a lot of errands now did she just kind of slyly admit to an affair during this there was a lot of subtle sin talk was yeah she saying I that samuel was not his son there was something she was con she was confessing to to something like um like her impure thoughts right so yeah he's he's gonna go off trade shit corn for a horse right and then, so he um, has to go through all of that corn and try to find whatever he can salvage so he's just right. out there hacking hacking away at corn right and that's where you know she's well, she says um she's weak of her faith you know, going back to what you were saying she's weak of her faith and can't love like that again but um so will's trying to harvest the corn caleb wakes up and the oh first the kids are kind of tormenting Black Philip. Bye bye Black Philip. And they do that whole little song and dance. Oh, that's right. But yeah, Caleb wakes up and starts like saying this weird shit. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it, it wasn't complete nonsense, but it was like he was talking in a dream. Right. Um, get the broad axe cut off. He'll cut off her head. Get the narrow axe. He'll cut her off. Cut off her head. Um, and then he was talking about sinning. Right. And then, you know, he just seems to be, like, squirming, like he's in a shit ton of pain. And then, like, his father just basically pries an apple out of his mouth. Well, because, yeah, at first he, he was, like, seizuring and he got lockjaw. So mm -hmm. the father took a knife and was ready to pry open his mouth. And, yeah, a whole apple comes out of his throat. Yeah. Who eats apples uh, like that? Uh, Got to learn to chew your food. So the, the the whole apple thing is very symbolic, obviously. You know the forbidden fruit, right? And did you know that the forbidden fruit wasn't even an apple? I did know that. Yeah, it was like a pear or something. <laughs> yeah, um, grapefruit—that's what it, grapefruit or fig. Fig. I thought I, th I think it was fig, which was uh, what I heard. Think about that next time you're eating a fig Newton. So it's the forbidden Newton. Yeah. So the. So the kids are now trying to say that Thomason's a witch. Yeah, they total little tattletales. I know, they're little brats. I do not like those kids. They're horrible. They suck. Mommy, Daddy, Thomason's a witch. Art thou a witch? Do you love thy Bible? I believe it's Dost Thou? Oh, yeah. Maybe? Dost or thou, thou, dost thou, thou? Love thy Bible? All right. <laughs> they say that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was like fooling the world that he didn't exist or whatever. Yep. So the devil's smart, right? Do you think it's like one of those old myths where you ask an undercover cop if they're an undercover cop, and they're like, well, you got me. I'm the <laughs> devil. I I don't love the Bible. You tricked me. Oh, shucks. Heck, nabbit. So they're all, they all pray around Caleb. Yeah, they're, and... they're doing the only prayer that I know, the Our Father. <laughs> and the kids can't remember it. But this is and, another one of those folklore. Right. The devil can't say that whole prayer because of his forked tongue or whatever. Right. So, so William and out. Catherine are all, all, they're all 
within shock, and they're yelling at him to, like, you know, speak your words. So then Caleb again, which kind of, I don't know, I'm guessing, like, the witch kind of, like, takes over him or whatever happens to him. Like, it he just like, starts saying shit. It seemed like he was accepting death, and he was talking to the Lord, but he was very fond of the Lord. He's like, kiss my mouth and embrace me, my sweet Lord. And then he yeah. dies. What did I write? I wrote, he says all these awkward Jesus-y stuff. <laughs> awkward Jesus-y stuff. Is, uh, yeah, he says a lot of that, but he's like, kiss my mouth, embrace me, my Lord. And then he just <laughs> and then he dies. go. You know, of course, obviously, as, as, as if the mother, you know, needs this anymore. Thomason r- runs off. And dad runs out to console her and they're by that tree. And, you know, it's obviously it's winter. So it's, you know, it's a skeleton tree. There's no flowers on it. And he's talking about how beautiful it'll be in spring. And he points out where he's going to have a wheat field and he's going to do this. And he's basically talking about all his farm dreams. (laughs) And then basically, basically accuses her of selling her soul. So, are you a witch? May we burn, huh? I made no bargain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she denies it. He doesn't believe her. And she and then totally she calls bur- him out oh. for like everything. Oh my god, yeah. You can't bring crops to yield. You cannot hunt. Go cut wood, motherfucker. That's <laughs> basically what she says. And she calls Black Philip Lucifer. Yeah, she straight up says that the goat has been talking to the kids and it's the devil. So then William basically just drags her off. He flips out. He goes to the twins. They're passed out still. And he's screaming at them. The mother is, like, out of her mind. He's screaming at the passed out kids. Did thou make some unholy bond with that goat? (laughs) That is something a crazy person says that wanders around town talking to themselves. Yeah. And he fucking means it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so Thomason tells Catherine that the kids talk to the devil and Will is just, he's basically lost his marbles at this point. Yeah, so he goes to the shed, he boards the kids up in there. Yeah. With, with the goats. Yeah. And they bury, so they, they bury Caleb. Catherine doesn't want to leave the grave. She's just... By like, the tree that's going to blossom. It was kind of sweet. Like, mom is so distraught, she climbed in the grave. Right. Yeah, that she didn't scene want to leave. was heartbreaking. Like, got to give it up to the director of this movie. Robert Eggers shot this movie beautifully. The most harrowing of scenes were still just great shots. The way they depicted the forest, like, turned it into its own character. The Forbidden Forest right. is a character in this movie. No, the camera work in this movie was really good. I, I, I like that a lot. So as Will's chopping boar wood, this is where he kind of has his confession as as a coward and basically can't do anything. Yeah, he said he was infected with the filth of pride. Yes. I mean, they don't have running water. Pride is hard to wash off. It's, it's true. I don't think I ever saw any one of them, any one of them bathe. That house probably stinks. I'm guessing everything probably stunk back then. <laughs> yeah. And well, or everything's maybe like, just everything, didn't because no, everything's cause in black and white, normal. but you can still smell it. It's like smell o vision. <laughs> the only like um, bright color in this whole movie, besides like the sun, is the witch's red hood. Yeah, in blood. 
that's it. Yeah. Nice little um, touches. So we see Catherine. She kind of she gets out of bed and sees Caleb and Sam. So first she saw I her guess, silver cup. Yes. Yeah. She saw the cup. So this is obviously some sort of like a like a dream, or she's hallucinating, or whatever she's doing. Hmm. Hallucinating, you say? Hmm. It seemed like that was the devil offering what she really wanted. She wanted her fancy silver cup. She wanted her son and her baby back. She wanted to breastfeed. So back in the barn, they kind of hear a noise. And wait, one thing to re- to rewind real quick. So while she's ha- the mother is having this hallucination, this dream, or her talking with the devil, he says, do you see the book before you? And basically asks her to sign, but we don't see her sign. Do you think she signed no. it or not? I'm going to say she did. Because next she's got a crow pecking at her tit. That I have was, to say, oh I, 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 was, I was not expecting that the first time I saw it. I, I, I kind of laughed out loud. <laughs> you LOL'd? I did. It's it's a jarring scene because all of us like all of a sudden it's just like holy crap she's out of her mind. Well, she's well. You see her. She's like feeding like Samuel, and then and all of a sudden it's just a crow just pecking at her. I'm like, what the fuck? But at the barn, so this naked old thing. So I'm guessing that I'm guessing the witch Caleb's blood wore off or whatever. Yeah. And now she needs more kid blood because now she's old. And yeah, was she like, was she suckling on the goat? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. Because it was like, eating it or something. It was eating it because I thought like basically all the goats were eating. That whole barn was fucked up. When, right. When uh, William wakes up the next day, he goes outside. He's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then um, so he gets, he wakes up and then gets impaled by Black Philip. Yeah, he gets Philiped. He got he got filliped and then he got headbutt into the into the woodpile. Well, first he takes the axe and he's about to fight Black Philip, and then he drops the axe and he just kind of accepts his fate. Yeah, and he gets knocked into the woodpile and the wood just all falls over. That stack was it was a hazard, as we see. Don't stack the wood that high. No, Catherine blames Thomason again. Calls her a proud slut. She grabs and so she starts like choking her. She's yeah. like lying on top of like choking the shit the out of her. The mom is fucking her up. And uh, so she grabs like a gardening tool and just starts like hacking away like at her well, face. Of course she's, she did that one ill slice down her face and the mom is just dripping blood all over her. And yeah, then she just hacks away. Hacks <laughs> away. And so she basically just kills her. Goes into the house. Well, first she stands up and that's another beautiful shot because behind her, her whole family is dead. And she just kind of sits there for a second. Yeah, and then she goes inside. Yeah, goes inside, takes off her her dress or whatever. Just Dude, like they wear a her. lot of clothes. So she's got the, the dress on, right? And she's unlacing yeah. it like it was a, like my sneaker. My like That's how <laughs> yeah. her dress is like laced up. She undoes that and basically takes a nap. Yeah, well, it's tiring. I guess so. She wakes up. She goes to visit the goat and wants to speak to the devil. And the devil goes, what dost thou want? And then something about butter and... Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? How about a pretty <clears throat> dress? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yeah, there was a lot of creepy shit being said there, so he, too. She's, I mean, she's like, yeah, 
fucking, where do I sign? And he goes, literally here. Get naked and sign my book. And she doesn't even know how to write her own name. And the devil's right. like, ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I will guide thy hand. Yeah, so she, she gets she gets naked, goes off into the woods and followed comes by across. The goat. Followed by the goat, yeah. Finds a, finds a bonfire with a bunch of naked chits around. Women, ooh, in unison. <laughs> That's what it was. So they're all around <laughs> the fire, completely naked, doing their little, you know, witch dance. And, you know, I gotta say, man, it must be great to be that free. Yeah. Those women they, are free. They, they just started floating away, and then she uh, she follows. Right, when she finally accepts her uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Because the whole movie, everyone's telling her she's a witch because she's becoming a woman, because she's now sexual. The mother was almost jealous of her. And you're a witch because of this. You're having impure thoughts. Her name has sin in it. It's Thomas Sin. Yes. Bad, bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. Like her whole life. So that's 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 the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's the end of the movie. It's <laughs> over. Credits. Yeah. So what'd you think of the movie, man? I the the, the more I watched it, the more I enjoyed it. Just because how fucked up it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's 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 out there. So it takes place in 1630, which was the first uh, witch hysteria in Massachusetts. 62 years before the Salem witch trials, right. and they're saying a lot of these tales of witches could have been caused by hallucinations that you get from digesting ergot, which is the fungus that can grow on like wheat and corn, right? Which is what they showed <laughs> earlier in the movie. When the corn was rotting. So basically, as we all know now, we're all kind of living in our own Overlook hotels. We're all isolated. And I know people are just going nuts. And it's been only a month. Can you imagine being isolated for a year plus? And on top of that, you're ingesting hallucinogens? <laughs> that's that's not good. See, but at least, at least with us, I mean, we can... We can technically we can still get out right i mean, I mean I we still can, have to go can, to work but i mean we can we can drive somewhere i mean we can't really do anything i mean the father was too he went off to town a few times Not to sell off his wife's shit right but i mean so it's i mean i don't want to say it's the same thing it's not the same thing <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not even near the same thing but no i i i, I enjoyed it so the, i mean this movie's I, I chose to do this movie for for my birthday because I figured, you know, this was on a lot of lists, like top lists for the decade. So I figured it would be something that, you know, people would want to listen to. I'm you glad know. you picked it because I hadn't seen it yet and this gave me a reason to watch it. I would give it a I would give it a solid four. Really? I would. Now, I, the first time I watched it, I liked it. Like I said, you know, it stuck with me. But the second time I watched it, I appreciated it a lot more. Like... Mm -hmm the way the forest was shot and it just like the the tree trunks just go into the sky and you don't see where they go and it just kind of yep. no you know you don't really I love that i don't know where i was going but four brains <laughs> totally giving brains. yes <laughs> so actually this satanic temple spoke person jex blackmore 
also enjoyed this movie. I don't know how many brands she'd give it, but she said it. No, this, this quote, I must have wrote it down wrong. An impressive presentation of satanic something that will inform contemporary discussion of religious experience. Hmm. It's interesting. It, yeah, it's very interesting because when I went to the satanic temple, they said over and over emphatically that they are not a religion. That seems like so, they're a little wishy-washy so, on that. So what are they then? They're an organization. Yeah, they're in an organization. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> so who who really is Satan? Uh, in this depiction? I guess. Nobody. Their anxiety. They're all, basically, they're all just out there in the woods tripping, and they got kicked out of the village because of the way they were looking at God, and they basically chewed on that for a while until, uh... They went the, batshit crazy? Yeah, the devil inevitably shows up at your door, and they let him in. Mm. That's funny. I, um, you know, before we did this, I, um, so I was reading up a little bit on Satan, just to figure if we were going that way for a discussion, but it seemed like the Puritans, which I'm guessing was this time period, right? Yes. Right. So they believed that he basically reigned the new world, like, like he ran it or ruled it, whatever. And, um, he forced rebellious women to give birth to stillborn monsters with claws. Ouch. Right? That's before epidurals. No kidding. But yeah, this was, you know, obviously right around the time with the whole, like, witch, like, witch trials and, and well, stuff this, like no, that. this is before that. I just meant that Puritan period. Like, that period. Okay, yeah. Like, the 1600, like, you know, type time. Back in my day, <laughs> we burned a witch for such things. As they being burned a proud slut. They burned sixty thousand people for such things. Sixty thousand. That's you're rounding hey, up a lot. Wikipedia rounded up. Wikipedia. I just changed it. I changed it back. <laughs> just now. No, it was just interesting to read about how different religions, you know, perceive like the devil. Like, I mean, basically, like to start off, he was basically just a joke. That joke's not very funny. No, I mean, but they used him as like like a form of like comedic, like like a target of like comedy, where he'd just be off in the background, just like I don't know, farting and making <laughs> stupid noises. I'm, I'm telling you, what? This, is, this, is, this is what I'm reading. What the fuck are you reading? When I look up the devil, I don't see fart jokes. The devil. <laughs> I don't have I don't have my iPad with me, but remember, I'm, I'm like, telling you, I remember that that scene. Like I don't know what it was in Jesus goes off and the devil's trying to tempt him and the devil turns to Jesus and he says pull my finger <laughs> all right I'm gonna I'm gonna find this now all right well like seriously this this movie's dark and I'm sure it's not for everybody it was a great movie but it does deal with isolation and everyone's feeling that right now and a little self-reflection we're lucky man Yes. Yeah, we're we're like we're I can't, like every time I want to bitch, I just think about all the people that have it way worse off. And seriously, it sounds stupid, it sounds cliche, but this whole alone together thing, like it's real. A lot of people are hurting right now, and if you need help, help's there. Like reach out to anybody. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and 
1-800-273-8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you need help, reach out. Someone will be on the other end. Absolutely. Tough times, man. It is, but could be a lot worse. Yeah, I mean, this shall too pass. This too shall pass. That too. But yeah, I, that's how I always try to try to look at it. It could always yeah. be worse. Mm. And like, that's how... That's how I get through a lot of shit. It's just like, it's just got to grin and bear it, put down your shoulder and just rush at it. Yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. And, you know, hopefully soon everything can start being somewhat back to normal. But it, it's, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be months. It's going to be a long time. And our normal is going to be a, a little different. Oh, absolutely. So um, to bring it up on the lighter side, put a smile on your face. Let's talk. Horror babe of the month. I picked Selma Hayek. And the reason, I mean, just you from Dust Till Dawn. you need a reason? From Dust Till Dawn. So it's, I don't know, I don't want to say common knowledge, but Quentin Tarantino kind of has a thing. I want to know, did he write that scene or did Robert Rodriguez write that scene? I don't know the answer to that. It is a great way to drink whiskey, let me tell you. Anyway, it's a great way. So besides playing... Santanico Pandemonium in From Dust Till Dawn. She was also Carolina in Desperado. Yes. She played in Four Rooms. She was the TV dancing girl. And one of my favorite movies, she was in um, Dogma. Serendipity. Yes. I actually really like her in uh, Grown Ups. A lot of people hate on Adam Sandler movies. The first one is very touching. The second movie is basically the same guys hanging out more and it's over the top goofy, but part one is, is... is a gem. She plays Roxanne, the wife. I really like her in that. Yeah, that was pretty good. You know, initially, I just wanted to see that because, like, the beginning, the, the funeral scene was shot, like, five minutes from my house. So nice. she also was in Across the Universe. Was she? Yes, she played one of the bang-bang shoot-shoot nurses. Huh. Yeah, she did a, a little duet with Joe Anderson in that. Which um, which song? Happiness is a Warm Gun. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I never. I don't think I ever. I ever caught that. Yeah, that was good. That whole movie's good. I like that movie. I did too. It's fucking weird, but it's good. Not a fan of musicals, but that's a good ride. I wouldn't really call that a musical. You wouldn't call it a musical. I feel like music. People sing and dance. They have dance numbers. It's a musical, dude. You're just trying to like. I'm a man. I don't. I don't watch no musical. I'm putting my foot down, and I'm gonna watch the Muppets. (laughs) <laughs> Which Selma Hayek was also in. She was in Muppets Most Haunted. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to bring it back. We were just going off. How about a little bit of fan feedback? So this is off of Twitter. Fergie, at Old Man Fergie. If you're a fan of all things horror, check out this podcast. It's relatively new. It's definitely worth a five-star review, to say the least. I could not agree more, Fergie. Five star that. Yeah, five star Thank this you, Fergie. So who is Fergie? Dan. Oh, okay. My boy Dan. I think that's <laughs> it for now. For now. Um, yeah, don't, definitely um, check us out. We are on Facebook, Fans of the Dead. Fans of the Dead 1 on Twitter. You can reach out to us, Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. Spotify, Podomatic, iTunes. Listen. Thank you. We appreciate it. Subscribe. Like. Like. Hit the little heart. Respond. Come on, guys. As always, have fun. Be safe. Peace.